Hey guys, you're listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and growth. And I am your host, Ifenua Marenike. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you. And if this isn't your first time listening, then welcome back. I'm also very happy to have you listening today. So on today's episode, you guys are going to be hearing a conversation I had with my sister on basically human rights and the position we carry as Christians within these human rights movement. I mean, we could say, you know, we're in the world, we're not of the world, but the things of the world do affect us. And we have a voice that God expects us to use and to speak the truth. We see people are far left or the far right. And it's like, where do Christians find themselves within these movements? And that's what today's episode is about. And I do pray that it is enlightening. I pray it teaches you a thing or two. Maybe you learn something here or there. And of course, of course, of course, be sure to share this episode with a loved one. All right, guys, so we've got an interesting topic today. And for this topic, I brought along my sister, Wemimo. So, Wemimo, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, thank you. Awesome. So, today we're actually going to be talking about the human rights movements and Christianity. Now, the reason this came up is because you hear about feminism, the LGBTQ community, you hear about abortion rights, just so many things, arguments about Nigeria, and just so many things that Christians are kind of stuck in the middle. We're either far left or far right and it seems like there is no place or niche for christians to speak their mind however we have people like the lovely women more to speak from the christian perspective and you know give an actual truthful perspective to these social justice or these human rights movements and so that's why i have on the podcast um when is my sister yes but she's also a soon-to-be powerful lawyer and a christian lady in the human rights sector the first question i just want to ask you is do you think Christians should even be involved in human rights movements? Like, is there a point? Okay, this is a question I get a lot. A lot of Christians want to just back off. They don't want to, like, peace. They want to They want to be like yeah. Jesus, just very peaceful. But I, I want Christians to understand that it's our place also as Christians. We're the source of the world. If we do nothing, that means there's going to be an issue. There's going to be a gap. So as Christians, we shouldn't be afraid in to go into human rights. We shouldn't be afraid in going to social justice, but we should actually stand up and put our place in what we believe in. Because if you look at Proverbs, Proverbs 24, 11 to 12, you see that rescue those who are unjustly sentenced to death. Save them as they stagger to their death. Don't excuse yourself by saying, look, we didn't know. For God understands all hearts and sees you. God understands everything that's going on now. He sees everything that's going on now. And he wants you to be that light in that darkness. So I don't suggest you shy away, but stand as a light in darkness. Do your opinion peacefully. You don't have to sound as bitter as the world. Yeah. You don't have to sound as angry as the world. You can also share your opinion according to the Bible. Yeah, I actually completely agree with that. And I actually want to highlight the place where you said you don't have to sound as bitter and angry as the world because <laughs> should we? Should we get into how violent and how aggressive people can be? I know the funny thing is, have you guys noticed this thing where anybody can have an opinion? Once Christians have an opinion, everyone's, everyone's vexed. Just so aggressive. And the thing is that us, our purpose in this world is, of course, to shine a light. And if that light aggravates some people, as long as you come with the object of peace, that's okay. So... This isn't to say that you're not going to ruffle some feathers. You're probably going to ruffle some feathers and you're going to have to be okay with that. And you mentioned that verse, Proverbs 24, 
11 to 12. 11 to 12. It's actually similar to another verse I wrote down, Proverbs 31, 8 to 9, where it says, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. So defend the rights of the people who may not have a voice to speak for themselves, or maybe they just don't have the opportunity. Like, thank God for platforms like podcasts and social yeah. media that we have access to. And as Christians, we don't really have a lot of representations in those platforms. Exactly. We just see the media portray what they want us to mm-hmm. see. And don't forget, your children are coming into this world. Your family members, your cousins, that little baby you carried the other day or something is coming into this world. And they're going to live through the world you decided to do nothing about. Mm-hmm. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for the good to do nothing. So this world that you're saying that it's not my business, I'm a Christian, I should just be praying... If you allow evil to triumph, if you will triumph, like your children, your cousin, they're going to live through a world where they're seen as evil, they're seen as wicked, that no opinion has ever been shared to stop that. Because if you notice, there's more hate in the world now than there was ever before. Honestly. Because nobody wants to listen to anybody. They're trying to be welcoming to other people, rejecting another set of people. It's a thing that we've all been through. But I just want to say that you are light. I never forget that. Thank you. You answered that question beautifully, by the way. Okay, so next thing I want to ask you. How do we know? And this is a tough one. This is a sticky one. Okay, first of all, disclaimer. We're not putting any of our opinions in this because we're not starting a fight on this podcast. We're not We're not doing that. So I'm not going to say whether I'm for this or for that or what I'm pro this or pro not that, whatever. But in terms of how we represent our beliefs, how do we know when we're on the right side? Not everything is black and white. Okay, as Christians, there's one thing I like to say first is that at first, when you're a Christian, even if you're a new believer, you're an old believer, try not to allow anybody to tag you as something. Don't allow anybody to tag you as a pro or anti or you st- what you are is a Christian. Yeah. You are not Number a one. pro, you're not a femme, you're not a, you're a Christian. That's enough. You don't have to add anything to your Christianity. Honestly. You can believe in what you want to believe in without being tagged as yeah. that. Because a lot of times, these people also blur the line. They're confused themselves. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time I was really struggling with this. I used to say, no, I'm a feminist, a capital F. I'm the original meaning of feminism. Then one day I sat down and the Holy Spirit was telling me that you are a Christian. Number one. You- are a, you're, no, before you're a woman, before you are black, mm-hmm. before you are Nigerian, mm-hmm. you are a Christian. And that's what I send you the earth, to the earth to do. Proclaim my name. Mm-hmm. Not sh- go around shout, I'm a feminist. That doesn't... You can believe in equal rights, mm-hmm. yes. You don't have to tag yourself as a feminist. Because there's many different means of feminism, areas of feminism, Honestly. if you actually study it. Before you tag yourself as anything or you go into anything... Go back to your word. Mm. Study. Look online. There's there's blogs. There's there's books on many every topic um, these days. There's also podcasts. And there's also podcasts, <laughs> yes, as well. And then on topics these days, don't sit in oblivion and talk out of pain and anger. Mm. Talk out of knowledge. Talk out of love. Mm. Talk out talk out of Christ. Talk out of light. So, yeah. yeah, I completely agree. And that whole aspect of recalibrating sometimes. Sometimes you get so passionate about something and that passion can get, it can turn to aggression, it can turn to bitterness. And sometimes you need to recalibrate, go back to the word, understand what God wants for you primarily, not what sounds great in terms of what the world is following, but what does God want for you? What is his purpose in this thing that you're fighting for? Because at the end of the day, it's for the benefit of the people. It's not about you or what you want. It's about putting God's word out there and the benefit of the people that he sent you to. So I think that's awesome. That's a very awesome point. So we're going to move on for a sec. You kind of answered this next question I had. The next question I had was actually, how do we stay true to the word of God amidst the popular and general accepted beliefs? But I want you to kind of expand on that. So we're in a world now where there are very strong beliefs that are very anti-Christ. So 
when you are opposed, how do you stand strong? How do you stay rooted in the word of God when you are heavily opposed? Okay, I, I sorry, I'm just that type of Christian that I know as soon as I do something, I'm going to get opposed. So when I say, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. ready. Yeah, I'm always ready. <laughs> I'm always, like, I'm always like, yeah, like, okay. okay. You want to start? You want to start? Every single person, I know what you're going to say. I already have my, even when Shoot I don't it. see any opposition, I'm like, what happened? Why is nobody coming what's to my, like, it's like, I'm checking my, like, what's going on? But, um, yeah, but that could lead to a lot of bitterness. You Honestly. sound, you sound angry. Like I'm telling you, out of experience, you get angry really easily, and that's what that's what the world does to you. Like I said, when you experience opposition, I always say this. I don't know lately I've been saying this because of a re- revelation I had. Jesus was beaten, and battered, and slapped, Honestly. and like he was maltreated. You, someone telling you that calling you names and opposing it's, you is nothing it's not the same it's don't, not the same level at all <laughs> thank at you all. don't get those and are, you forget that like, this is not just an ordinary person this is the son of, of God. God like he was a king in heaven before if you read your old testament very well he was a king in heaven he sat at the right side of God mm-hmm. so what I'm trying to say is that swallow your pride because at the end of the day the, what they're trying to attack is your pride them calling you names just attacking your pride mm. if you don't have like if you're humble, you're meek, you wouldn't care. They called Jesus' name. They gave him a crown of thorns. So you don't... What? What's a random person calling that you don't, you don't even know is allowing you to show, leave your Christ-like behavior, mm. keep your Christ-like coat at home. Mm. Leave them. Just... They, they, for they do not know. Mm. For they mm. do not know. Yes. So Father, forgive them. them for they do not so know. So just... Yeah. yeah. That's, that's an awesome mindset. That's an awesome place to come from because... It's going to happen as much as we want to try and seek peace. It's going to happen. Opposition will come, but it's how we handle opposition. There's this thing that I usually say is don't let anybody have control over how you handle a situation. If somebody, if somebody angers you and you fight back in a very ghastly manner, that's not their fault. That's your fault because you don't have self-control. So in certain situations, the devil will put tempting situations to make you break out of your role as a Christian. You can't allow that to happen. You need to be composed and speak with wisdom. Don't speak in anger. Let people understand and know that I've studied. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just talking out of anger and just I'm passionate and just silly things coming out of your mouth out of passion. Let it come from a place of wisdom. That's why I need to study, which is one thing that I really pride my sister on. Like she reads, she studies up. She, she comes with facts. You, you, you want to fight with her? She, what she said, 70% of people are doing 20% of, do you know 20 out of three? Because she reads. So I do encourage you guys as Christians to also just read generally understand the world not be of the world we're in the world but we're not of the world but you ha- do have to have a specific understanding i mean paul was uh was he a lawyer what yeah, he was yeah a paul lawyer. was a lawyer he knew stuff yeah. he, when they tried to trick him in the courts of law he was like no i'm, yeah. I'm a citizen of it was Roman citizen yeah yeah Roman citizen. Roman citizen so yeah i'm asking those questions because she's really good at like, the local <laughs> knowledge so <laughs> all right so how can a person build up the courage to speak up because it's not easy it can be very scary. As we said, you're going to face backlash. And so that could make some people hesitant to go, even though God is calling them into it, they can be very hesitant because they're scared of the backlash. So advice for those people out there, how can a person build up the courage to speak up? Okay. This is a very difficult question because a lot of times people see me as this overconfident, mouthy, hmm. like I just <laughs> say what I want. But people don't realize that sometimes I'm actually kind of afraid to say what I want especially in a situation where everybody in the room is much like they have higher positions than me or they're just you can tell like i've been in conversation with people that have studied more than me and but i still is a christian situation so i Mm. I was still stick Mm. to the word of god no matter the facts they bring now i draw my my 
passion and wisdom from Christ. Mm. And I know it sounds cheesy and it's like, no, no, I've tried, I've prayed, I've sit down. It's you think Jesus was like, Yeah, time to kill me. Like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like that. There are shy people that come to Christianity, but you carry so much. Being shy is not who God told you to be. There's room to be meek and being shy. Mm. Being shy is almost you lack so much self-confidence. The devil has you that to almost oppress you. Now that's what they want you to do. They want you to stay in a corner and be like, keep shut. What does the Bible say? You can't keep a light under a stool. If God is telling you already, but you don't feel like you're ready, then you're ready. You just have to tell yourself, I am ready. Mm. Wake up every morning and tell yourself, I am strong. I think words of affirmation are very powerful. Mm. Very, very powerful. Mm you just name what christ calls you don't mm. name what anybody else does, you're, uh, you don't know anything call yourself what christ calls you mm. tell them i am strong i am loved i i have wisdom because god said if anybody doesn't have wisdom it should ask and mm. i've asked mm. so therefore i have wisdom so you have wisdom to speak you are just a mouthpiece yeah don't don't think like it's coming from your head yep. you are literally just a mouthpiece so <laughs> if you have everything in check just allow the holy spirit to do his thing yeah that's, that's literally what it is. You're a mouthpiece. Holy Spirit will do his thing. Once you have submitted and you said, okay, God, you know what? You've pushed me into this. I'm going to go for it. He will supply the rest. Yes, you need to do your parts. You need to be in submission. You need to seek wisdom. But primarily your source is God and your source should always be God. And once your source is God, you have an unending source of confidence. You have an unending source of wisdom, but you need to be rooted in Christ. So that's an awesome, awesome I love the way you answered that. I know I've been saying that a lot, but I really do. Guys, let's not lie. She's been answering these questions like solidly, like solid, solidly. So come on. Okay. So the next question, how should you react when you receive backlash? I think we kind of answered this question. Yeah, right? I think that um, the opposing forces kind of answered the question. Yeah. But okay. So in a situation where you have Christians that are for one side, and you may disagree with what most Christians agree with in terms of less. Okay, I don't want to give examples because it may get sticky. I'm not going to give examples, all right? <laughs> but let's say there are two sides, right? And one side, the Christian side, has a very prominent idea of something. And you, also Christian, disagree with it. How do you handle it in that situation? Or how do you handle such a situation? Okay, now this has happened between me and you before, mm-hmm. where we disagreed about something. Yeah, and we're, we're both we're both women of God. Yeah, but. we're both very powerful as well. But um, my sister's a very calm person. Yeah, I feel like if it was anybody else, would have elevated something more. But I ended up coming back to my sister's side, and I I ended up saying that she was actually right. As Christians, when we disagree within ourselves, I hope you know that we're community. Can a house be against each other so, and stand? stand? Yeah. So sometimes you're gonna be wrong accept that but sometimes you're going to be right you try your best in the most christian way use bible verses nobody mm. can dispute bible verses no. use examples the times i've gotten into um, a ruffle on top of people that are higher than me if you look at them spiritually department wise they're higher than me and at the end of the conversation they actually said yes i'm correct i'm a woman of god i make mistakes sometimes i get worthy and some people have to draw you back some Christians are very harsh, yes. Some Christians are setting their ways, yes. You can only pray for them. Don't shout, mm. don't kill yourself mm. over anybody. When Paul first of all came to Christianity, people, a lot of people didn't want him then. Yeah, like, is this of, not the same guy that yeah. was killing Christians? So of those disagreements, you see that disagreement. Yeah. That it's either they come to know the truth or you come to know the truth because mm. there's only one thing that's true, the truth. Mm-hmm. And the word of God is the truth. So if you can't, whatever you're saying, you can't find it in the word of God, whatever they're saying, they can't find it in the word of God, leave it. 
the word of God is your reference, not them. Even if they're your your pastor, you refer back to your word of God. If your pastor is literally not using any um, Bible verse, and there's an issue to support what he's saying. There's an issue because let me tell you, the word of God is the same um, yesterday, yes, today, today, and, and forevermore. forevermore. There's no, uh, but this, uh, this day and age, yeah. there, there's, there's nah. a difference. Nah. I'm telling you, the day Christians start seeing the Bible as practical and not stories, it will really change your life. Yeah. And see, so they did it in the Bible. That's the Bible Back time. Then, yeah. They serve the same devil. <laughs> At least you, you have Jesus now. Try and focus on what you're there for. Don't try and fight and make sure I get my way. Once you said they use Bible verse and they want to listen, pray for them and leave them. <laughs> I beg you. <laughs> uh, you can't kill yourself now. Honestly, yeah. you've been praying for them, as you said. But there's sometimes I I know I've handled situations not that well. Like I make sure that everybody in that room agrees with what I'm saying. <laughs> and actually, at the end of the day, everybody agrees with what they say, well, just leave her. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but yeah, and the situation came up. You know the situation that yeah, came up yeah, yeah. not a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Literally, everybody ended up agreeing with me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not. There's some sensitive things when, especially when it comes to spiritual matters, I find hard to back down because um, I have the gift of seeing. So when I see and I understand some things in the spiritual realm and people don't understand those things with me, it's like, and I speak out of a place of oblivion. It is very frustrating because they're misleading, especially when it's a leader. Because mm. you're misleading a whole sheepfold. You're not just misleading yourself. You're misleading a lot of people. But please don't kill yourself over anybody. Refer back to the word of God. Yeah, love that. Completely and 100% agree. So the last question, I usually ask my guests this question. What's your last piece of advice? Generally, this may have to do with human rights and social justice, or it could just be random. But what's your last piece of advice that you just want the viewers to know today? I just want to tell that um, person, that pro, that anti, that feminist or that non-feminist, wherever you are, take a step back. Go back to the word of God. You are a Christian, first of all, and carry that flag with so much pride. Yes. Don't don't allow anybody to tell you who you are, because it's hard. I You hear so much, you agree with so much, you disagree with so much. You have that time in the Bible. The word of God is there to give you peace. For peace I give unto you, not as the world understands. Mm, mm. Like, they can't understand the peace you have. So don't allow them to drag you into any social group. Know who you are. Know what you stand for. Before you go into any atmosphere, build yourself in books podcasts, limitless yeah. faith, life, and growth, <laughs> and um, blogs. Build yourself, fill yourself with so much knowledge. You are nothing less than the world because they don't agree with you. You are more than the world. Mm-hmm. So don't ever feel less than. So that's what I just want to tell you. Thank you, everyone. I loved, loved recording this episode with my sister. If you guys want her on, let me know because she, she's probably going to come back on because I really enjoyed today's episode. And I pray that you guys enjoyed it too. And I pray it's been a blessing to you and every single person you share it with. As I always say, be sure to leave a review, leave a rating and share with loved ones. Guys, have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. Have an amazing month. Have an amazing 2022. And I'll be with you guys next week. Bye, guys.